0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 68 of The Pond. My name is Colton Pagadar. You hear the beer's cracking. Michael Pulford, Curtis Kennedy, also in the building. What well, up? That was a bit of a struggle, actually. <laughs> what's opening? Barely got it open. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was st- I mean, good stop, <laughs> regardless. It's not your first today. <laughs> Not my first, not going to be my last. I'll tell you that. Hey, fuck it. 30-pack? Was it a 30-pack? A 30-pack? 30 30
1: Somehow, fit fitted my backpack to walk at home.
0: Oh my god, yeah, he, lo- he looks like he had a fucking Minecraft backpack on. It was so square, <laughs> it was just like fucking, the whole
2: thing. It, like the game Death Stranding, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the big fuck ass fucking, fucking <laughs> backpack on the kid, Pip Stranding, mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much, dude, yeah. We're locked and loaded
1: for tonight. I'll say that,
0: yeah, we're ready to go. We got some beers. It's uh Friday night, you know, six o'clock. We got some games tonight, not as many uh oh, that's, that's actually yeah you know too. what i was just about to say that's yeah. another thing we can get into is how shitty the scheduling has been lately Bart. yeah
1: and it feels like every year man like we we're praising them i don't remember if it was this playoffs or during last playoffs but it was this past one we yeah. We're like nice cool. like your sta- staggering game starts you yeah. know like it kind of makes sense like you're able to watch a lot of a lot of hockey if you want to yep and now we're right back to fucking just... 11 games let's on Let's make everyone day. play at the same time.
0: Yeah, it's 11 games one day and three the next. And yeah. then, yeah, it's...
1: Which also doesn't help for fantasy. No, it makes it difficult for fantasy. And, like, I get that it's difficult to schedule based on, like, travel and, you yeah. know, who's playing A who, lot of when teams have
2: an NBA team playing in the
1: yeah. arena, oh, too. Oh, so. yeah, you gotta So it's, like, it. it's difficult, but it feels like... There should be still a better way to do it, you know. Even if you have a couple games earlier in the day, yeah, you know, have like a five o'clock game, yeah,
0: instead of a seven, yeah.
1: Like it, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, and agree. then like even like you've a team like Anaheim, who's like a team that's really exciting this year. Team, I'd love to watch a bunch, mm-hmm. but if their games don't start till ten, ten thirty, there's only so much of them you can watch, right? Yeah. So 10... maybe maybe toss a couple afternoon games for them, like oh. give them a give them like a three p.m. or one p.m. start at West, yeah, yeah, like some shit like that, but. I mean, it's frustrating, uh, definitely, as a fan, right? Like, you know, one night I want to watch hockey, there's like Arizona, Seattle. Yeah. And then the next (laughs) night, there's like 12 games. Might as well be the same team this year. (laughs) Might as well be no hockey on that night. (laughs) Pretty
0: much it isn't. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, Yeah, we're, we're, you know, eager to get into all the shit that we got to talk about this week as we have quite a bit to uh, go over. But um, episode 68. So, Kurt, what players we got oh, yeah. for the number? We still I haven't eight. come up with anything
2: for this segment. Yeah,
0: we'll. We but got... <laughs> this week we have Mike Hoffman. Okay.
2: Eric Carlson's best friend. Yep. <laughs> uh, Melker Carlson. Nice. Not related to Eric. Uh, Slater Cuckoo. Yeah, that's Victor Olofsson. Buffalo. Yeah. Jack Stanika. Okay. And uh, Philip Tomasino. And I'm pretty sure the last two guys are former. Team Canada junior yeah, Tomasino guys. And yeah, Tomasino and
1: both. So, <laughs> represent. Yeah, um, and Slater Kekek, actually or Cuckoo. However <laughs> <you say>. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, not that way. <laughs> he's out. Uh, he's out. He left the game last night, um, and Darnell dur- nursed it as well. So that's something just like a piece of news. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, Philip Rober getting the call up. Who? Philip Philip Roberg. Adam Broberg? Wow. Something Roberg. Oh. 20, 20 year old uh, i think he was eighth overall in 2019 defenseman really highly touted um i don't know if he actually has made his nhl debut yet so that's something uh to keep your eye on he could be a really good i think he's supposed to be like offensive puck moving defenseman so that could be great for oilers if he could pan out but big loss losing darnell nurse for sure um and then also having to put mike smith on ltir now after having already been out I think close to a month already so yeah that's a tough one because um Koskinen has not looked great at times so they're probably hoping for him to be back soon as well and they're on a heater so yeah I was gonna say I mean the fact that they're doing well
0: without having like a reliable goaltender like Koskinen is gonna be really good when he's good but Mike Smith's gonna hold the fort down like every single time so Uh, well are we
2: talking about Edmonton now I was literally just looking up because I watched it like the second and third period of this game. This Stuart Skinner guy, man, like, he played out of his mind last night. Yeah. Like, he played really fucking well. Really? And Koskinen played really well against St. Louis as well, but he also let in four goals. But it's nice to see that Edmonton's actually got some consistency in the goalie position because that's been their biggest hindrance the last little bit, in my opinion. Yeah. Other than just time. depth forwards and everything. But this is a goalie that they've actually developed. Through their system, which is big for them,
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: they have the flexibility to do whatever they want. If there's an injury that happens, you know that they happen throughout the year, they're going to be covered in that spot. Sure. And yeah. who knows? This guy might keep playing the way he does. Maybe he's the starter going to playoffs. Maybe Koskinen's the backup. True. Because statistically, ugh, statistically, fucking Koskinen is like a split starter. Like he right. splits yeah. half yeah. and half. He's not a starter. Yeah. So, yeah. we'll see.
1: Yeah, and I think it was a really good measure, too. It Was it last night they played Winnipeg? Obviously, mm-hmm. McDavid with another oh one-on-four yeah, on goal. Yeah. But that's the type of game, like, you look at Winnipeg as a team that Edmonton will have to get through in the playoffs most likely, a team that swept them last year in the playoffs, made them look kind of foolish, to be yeah. honest. Um, so you're looking at that, set, that game, and, like, Winnipeg has obviously improved a lot at the back end as well as, like, kind of a litmus test to, okay, we know the Oilers are good. They're kind of running people over right now, but how do they match up against this Winnipeg team who kind of are the perfect match for them? Really, really deep at center, big, fast, um, a lot of scoring. and a great fucking goalie. Yeah. Um, so to be able to beat them, like tie 1-1 basically, beat them 2-1 in a shootout, mm-hmm. I feel like even if you lose that game as Edmonton, being able to keep that close um, both defensively and still being able to create offense, like I think that's good for them. It indicates that they're improving as a team. They're not necessarily as one-dimensional as maybe they were last year, where it was kind of high-powered offense or nothing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man. He had forty-seven shots against forty-six Jeez. saves. Wow. wow. And I was watching the game. He was standing on his head for some. like yeah. Just ten bell saves. Damn. Yeah. And he's twenty-three. He's younger than yeah. us, Shit. which
0: is impressive. That makes me feel really old. Yeah.
2: <laughs> really <laughs> it old. Makes me feel great, yeah. actually. But, Have you seen the fucking mustaches on our face? That yeah, fair feel enough. Awful.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Actually, Kurt's got a dirty handlebar mustache going on <laughs> right now, and I, I haven't seen him all week. And oh man, that's a that's a beauty. Yeah, I love it. Um, I look like Paul Tito Senior. From <laughs> Orange, Orange County it's, Chopper. It's perfect. It's perfect. You needed to be. A I actually, bit I gray. got
2: it. I shaved it in on. On Wednesday, I got out of the shower and I looked at myself in the mirror and you're like what though? Like out loud, I went, "Holy
0: fuck, that's greasy." <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. looked at myself and I was like, "Oh, that's fuck. perfect, <laughs> though. That's what you want if you're not yeah. if you don't have a, as well. at as a greaser." Oh yeah, what are you doing? Do, what do whatever. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. It but uh, going back to Edmonton, it kind of I, I, you know what? The Pacific Division has so far, other than Edmonton, I'd say. Uh, has been a little bit of a toss-up like in terms of a toss-up as in like my prediction of the pacific is not even anywhere close (laughs) to how it is now mind you you know maybe there's some teams that are playing a little better than what they should or vice versa some teams not playing as good but regardless um in like a weaker pacific division i did not expect a calgary to be doing as well as they are and we'll talk about that with jacob markstrom yeah but and then also anaheim we mentioned before Super, super exciting. I, Troy um, Terry's still with a
1: point in every I kinda game. I kind of saw yeah. Anaheim. Like, I'm yeah. not going to
0: toot my own horn, but, like... So did Luke. Yeah. yeah. Luke
2: called I kind of saw it because, mm-hmm. for me, what Anaheim is is what Ottawa could have been. Right. Where they cap a good amount of their veterans. Silverberg, Raquel, Getzlav. Yeah.
1: Cam Fowler, and then
2: exactly or... they have enough where it's not <coughs> overwhelming the rookies, where it's something that like not to go into Ottawa, but yeah, something that they're dealing with now is that they got a lot of fucking rookies, Kachuk, Norris, Batherson. They're going to be the vets for these other guys that they're coming up. That might not be the recipe. I feel like what Anaheim has done is like fairly successful. Yeah, well, and they, they have,
1: have like enough. Difference is John Gibson too. Oh yeah, hundred percent like that. Like, yeah. yeah. Makes a big difference. absolutely
0: well, and I don't know. I don't know if this is just me, but it feels like Anaheim's been rebuilding forever. Yeah. Like it feels like since they won the since they won the cup, yeah. they, the cup, they yeah. pretty yeah. much were like, "Yep," and and they were not competitive yeah. at least up since until
2: 2010. I, I would disagree with that. They, they went couple, to the Eastern Con- or the Western Conference Finals a couple times after yeah. that, and they had really good In teams. The 2000s. It was it was only when. Uh, who, who was their ho- coach, Bruce Boudreaux, left was when they started yeah. to kind of go down. They had a couple great um, series
1: against the Red Wings after they won the Cup, I think. Right. They were a couple know. of years there, but they definitely haven't been competitive for Bruce Boudreaux went years.
2: there and they are like, all right, yeah. we, we have to rebuild. We're talking about guys. And I feel like this is going to be somewhere Vegas finds themselves yeah. in the next couple of years yeah. too. They're going to be like an Anaheim where they go, uh-oh. We got to start shipping out these guys on big contracts to get some younger pieces in. Yeah. yeah. And where Peyton Krebs, all these other guys are right. really going to come in and be like, shit.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, we should have used them. But they're trying to win now.
1: So, yeah. exactly. And, like, yeah. for for Anaheim, like, Getzlaw's still alive and kicking, dude. Like, he's he's putting up close he to the He's just point tossing it to Terry, right now, right now. and yeah. he's, Terry's Looking doing the rest. Great, which is fun to see as
0: well. Like, I was going to say, they are, like, right now. Mm-hmm. That line right now, other than the line on Edmonton with McDavid, is, like,
1: yeah, one of the better lines in the league. And
0: one of the most scoring too.
1: I mean, also, like, if you told me that Troy Terry would be tied with Connor McDavid for the longest point streak of the season, yeah, that's crazy. I would, probably wouldn't have believed you. Not That is crazy. But yeah, here we are.
2: Yeah, I, I'm hype on uh, Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that they're an underdog, mm-hmm. even though I hate them because they beat the Sens in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I like their goal horn, which sounds stupid, but Fair. it's kind of hype. Yeah. Like when they got. A sold out arena, which is not always happening, but they're kind of like the second, like they're they're like the LA Clippers to the mm-hmm. Lakers, where yeah, LA Kings are the Lakers but... and they're yeah. the Clippers. They're still in California, great place to play. That's gonna be hype. They got some good American rookies there. They're gonna be popping off. We saw Zegers' goal. Oh, yeah. John Gibson's gonna be the American goalie. There's going to be a couple yeah. of American players on there. I mean, oh, they definitely dude. They got the up and up,
0: yeah, in a good way. I think uh, it's safe to say that like the rebuild is over in Anaheim, and I yeah. think, I yeah. mean, they're probably at some like they cannot be doing as well as they are right now. But they can't sustain that for the rest of the season. But um, I think yeah. it, rather than sustaining wins, I think they need to just sustain the production and getting these guy these young guys with the confidence to be able to do stuff with the puck, like. That's Even what letting
2: them do their own thing.
0: Yeah, Getzy said on an uh, interview, he literally said, like, the last two seasons he's been trying to build chemistry with Troy Terry and try to figure out where each other are or, like are going to yeah, be on yeah, the yeah. ice at all times. And it's happening, and now we're starting to see some, like, be- between Henrik and Troy Terry and Getzlaab, they're... Yeah. Man, they got a, a sweet setup. And I- honestly,
1: dude, like, that division... Vegas, obviously, you're expecting to do better than they are, but other than that... It's not really that difficult to see Anaheim holding on to fourth spot in that division. No, right? not, getting, not getting like, getting a wild card. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the other team maybe is LA, and then other than that, like San Jose, Vancouver, and Seattle all look like yeah. completely. Tragic. They're they're yeah. on the fight for Shane Wright right yeah. now. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs>
2: I watched a couple because when I go went up to bed a couple week days in a row, Anaheim was on mm-hmm. at like ten ten thirty. I was watching the game. Scary Terry man he's like not even like the flashiest guy out there but you watch him and he's like slight adjustments that you may not even consider when they're skating around the ice he's like in and out of being in the right spot yeah he's finding his own open spots on the ice Mm -hmm. and having to stick down and like Everything that a coach would preach to you as yeah, a rookie, hitting the right
1: spot at the right yeah, time,
2: exactly the yeah. timing and the yeah. positional is what's getting him the points right now. He's in the in the
0: spots that he should be to present himself for points, and it's working. Yeah, you can tell his hockey yeah. IQ is like getting almost getting better per game. Oh yeah, and, and all crazy. and all
2: these guys, like I'm not saying that they didn't people didn't have their heads up now, but all these kids like learned to play hockey
0: mm-hmm.
2: with their heads up. And yeah. like you're you looking at them pulling moves and they're they're not looking at the puck they can feel what's going on yeah they're looking up the whole time mm-hmm. yeah and making the best decision to create a play so yeah
1: yeah and I mean an, another surprising team in that division I don't think any of us saw Calgary doing as mm-hmm. well as they are and yeah that's what we were talking about last week like are
2: they for real or are well, they fake it's, 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 Jacob Markstrom
1: five shutouts yeah holy but fuck. is a
2: goalie gonna make you for real? You know what I mean? I mean,
1: I think it could, and I think yeah. obviously they're playing better as a team as well. It's not just Markstrom because they had Markstrom last year. Yeah. Um. But when you have a goalie playing at that level as well, and with Sutter in charge there now, you know you can count on them being like focused on their de- the defensive side we'll of the game, right? So yeah, yeah, I was gonna say because the Calgary type of team that seems to me like would be good in the playoffs. I know we but, haven't seen it uh, exactly
0: right. I was gonna say not you can give them setup. all the praise in the world for for being dominant in the regular season, but when it comes to the playoffs, like Johnny Hockey disappears, yeah. uh like all these other guys disappear and then the ones that end up contributing get shipped out, like Sam Bennett. It's yeah. Yeah, well you, you
2: can know? also see sometimes like not necessarily Mark Giordano was a cancer or toxic or anything, but sometimes the opportunity for new leadership can push you in a direction that's good for your yeah, team. Yeah, that's true. Like there might be a new voice in that change room that is pushing them to play this way that wasn't Mark Giordano last year. Yeah. yeah. Where he'd man. be like, all right, man, don't say that stuff. This person's trying to motivate the team. And I think teams, we all know this, teams work better when everyone's cohesive. So yeah, 100%. You can see it. Respond to different things, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Yeah. I love the stat, though. Markstrom has as many shutouts as the Vancouver Canucks have wins. Yeah. Holy and shit. That's shit. How many shutouts does he yeah. have? Five. Well, fuck, Ottawa doesn't have that. <laughs> He's got more shutouts than... Well, yeah, but Vancouver's the one that traded within the division. Mm.
0: <laughs> Arizona has two Wasn't wins. he a free
1: agent? Um, I guess he was, but then they paid Demko more than what Marstrom got, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Um, but I rate uh,
2: Demko's been playing really well this year. It's yeah. just Vancouver, Vancouver hasn't Vancouver is an absolute dumpster fire. Yeah, and it's it finally
1: so. like getting media I think... attention. I don't know why anybody is surprised that they're as bad as they are. No. I swear they're doing exactly it's gi- it's as well Jim Benning, as they should yeah. have been doing. It's yeah. Jim Benning,
2: yeah. it's and crazy. that's I. Uh, sorry, but He's I love awful. Vancouver fans, but they're delusional. Jim Benning is just a t- a guy that's going to build your team up with some decent prospects and then just tear it down for fun.
1: Like he, they, the retention yeah. of their skill is just not good. I don't he, e- I don't understand either. Like it's one thing. That, like, the ownership is like, oh, yeah, like, we thought we were going to do better. Usually the fans have, like, a pretty good idea. The fans all thought they were going to be good, too. Yeah. It's like, guys, guys, what what about your team makes you good? Yeah. You have three players, maybe four.
0: Yeah. Well, and not to mention, too, not to mention, too, that fucking <laughs> Vancouver has, like, four really, really good players that just aren't, like, they just aren't showing up, like, I would say right now... They don't look like they're playing together. No. They're They're playing separately. I would say the best player Mm -hmm. on their team right now is Hoglander. Like, he's the only one showing up and actually contributing. I like
2: Horvat, too. Yeah. Horvat is like a hustler. He might not put up the points, but he's, like, helping to drive the Yeah, exactly. But, like,
0: like, players like Besser are not showing up. Uh, I mean, fuck, man. Quinn Hughes, we... Oh, I mean, we yeah. can talk about it when they played Colorado the other night where Gerard <laughs> hit when oh, he was yeah. into the board and, and then he was frustrated, got up, skated the, all the way down the ice and just cross-checked Gerard in the back and broke a stick. Well,
1: like, and I, I wonder, get frustration,
0: but yeah. you're not helping your team by doing that because no. Kale McCarr scored on that power play, too. But I that's, wonder, not the, that's not what you got paid that deal no. for. Exactly. I wonder yeah.
1: how much of it, though, is like him and Patterson specifically. Pedersen is not having a very good season. No. Hughes isn't having a great season either.
2: Honestly, Pedersen
1: might be overrated. Maybe because like, he looks this so crazy for th- like one and a half years. Yeah. No. But I wonder, dude, how much of it is them? He's getting frustrated more easily because they look at the moves their team made, look where they've allocated their cap space, and it's like this team is basically it. Like there's no way within the limit of the cap we can make this team that much better. Mm-hmm. And not only did that happen. But it impacted your ability to pay us. Yeah. So now we're getting screwed. They had to make some like concessions in terms of term or how much they were getting paid to like yeah. fit it all in. They waited last minute to do it. And then they get on the ice and they're like, okay, like you sold us on this team. And then the team blows. And they're probably <laughs> yeah. sitting there thinking, like, what the fuck? Like yeah. you, know, you could have signed us and then used extra money to pick up other good pieces. Yeah. They were one year away from getting out of Cap Hell. Yeah. And then they traded all those guys for new guys that still have like 6 years of terrible contracts left. Yeah. Well, so they're looking at it, there's not yeah. even a future.
0: Yeah.
2: I think we should dive into the fact that th- their player development skills may not be the best either. They the fact that they traded Anton Lundell away. Oh my god. He looks uh, look insane. at him. Look at him now.
1: He looks insane. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and yeah, I being a Sens fan, I was at the time, devastated by this trade, Alex Burles for Jonathan Darlene. Um he was like a second rounder, like decent prospect, yeah. like just a little small. Went over to Vancouver, really didn't didn't have an opportunity to play with the the big guys in the NHL, and just kind of got buried in the AHL. Yeah, and he's popping off. Didn't man. really do anything. Yeah, San Jose picked him up and. This kid looks fucking unreal, man. Yeah, he like really he does. doesn't actually look unreal, but he he looks it. He, he looks like an NHLer. He doesn't look like third, somebody fourth liner at least. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. look like he belongs um, in the AHL. Yeah, and he and he's gritty. He's gritty, and that's the players I think that Vancouver's missing. Like Tyler Myers is a pylon. Yeah. He just gets danced around like any other big guy that can't keep his feet up with his head. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he like, he's he just not reacting. He. He's a different age defenseman for, for yeah. the game today, yeah. and the only thing that's keeping him in the league is that he was a high prospect, Then, obviously he can still kind of play, but yeah, he, plays he has his weaknesses, yeah. and you yeah. can see it. They're exposing them every game. Yeah, um, And Th- Demko's being left out I would, to dry. That's what I was about
1: yeah, to say. Well, Demko's playing insane so well. Saves. You can go because back to the Mar-
2: yeah. You can go back to the Markstrom stuff. He could yeah. be playing just as well as here. It's not necessarily yeah, it's your goalies that yeah. are doing it's it, it's your everything. team. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes and you gotta like look at a third person perspective. Yeah. And like I mean, an A AAA a- 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 meeting that fucking Jim <laughs> Benning needs with the fucking hockey <laughs> pro and hockey. We people. saw
1: the red flags, dude. It was like that big trade, they're excited, they bring in OEL and Connor Garland. And then what was it? The first bag of skating yeah. training camp? OEL just is like Oh, it didn't give a yeah. He can, yeah a didn't give a fuck behind everyone else. Yeah. It's like the best pickup was this, Garland. Yeah, yeah. And OEL, you're gonna be paying for another six years. And yeah. the guy, I, I mean, I'm sure he's still NHL caliber. For but sure. But for what you're paying him, he's not worth it. hundred percent. And yeah. he clearly also doesn't really look like all that interested in being there anymore.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. they they were praising him for like laying out and blocking shots on the penalty kill, and it's like, well, dude, you could have
2: a grub do that. I was gonna say that you're. Yeah.
0: That's, like, the bottom line of what you should be getting when you're paying a guy that much. Like Maybe what's they're blocking chances on the what's pedal he to do, like, get out of the way?
1: Like, yeah, exactly. actually, <laughs> I
2: kind of like what they're the strategy there, what they're doing. They're praising him so he gets a really bad injury and they can put him on LTIR. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing that. <laughs> Keep then, doing that. We like it, Oliver. <laughs> yeah,
0: and trade trade uh, for fucking uh, Kucherov.
2: That trade, like, <laughs> that's <laughs> why we probably talked about it. We yeah. were not fans of that trade, no. really, to begin with. Yeah. OEL was... Only a big name because he was on a bad team, in my opinion. Like he did have some good years, but that's a trade. Yeah, exactly. That's like trading for Eric Carlson. Yeah. Um. But (laughs) anyway, that's a trade that I think you make (laughs) nowadays because you want that like shock factor of being like, oh my god, OEL got moved, or it would be. And you know, like Carey Price being moved now, and yeah. it's like, oh my God, it's Carey Price, not yeah. the fact that Carey Price is still an elite goalie. Yeah, it's the fact true. that the name that he and he Vancouver built himself up on has a history was history
1: with Swedes. Like, yeah. yeah,
2: it's just, I wasn't a fan of the deal back no, then. No, and it just and is aging so. Quickly, I yeah, you know? like I'm, I love Vancouver. Yeah, but
1: I mean, man, Arizona got away with murder this summer. Swear to God. Oh, yeah, some, yeah of they, did. some of the moves they got they made to bring in like players that were unwanted and get picks for. Oh, Jesus, dude. Yeah, Armstrong's doing
0: a great job there. Yeah, they have, they have so, so many fucking draft picks for this yeah, draft we coming up. Yeah, we were talking
1: last, uh, last week or something. Yeah. Three first five seconds or yeah, something. Yeah, let's see what up.
2: happens with them. That's where you yeah. can have these good draft <laughs> yes. picks and still screw it up. With of them. course, you yeah, but, with
0: but I guess, like, it's just kind of a security blanket to have so many oh, yeah. picks oh, yeah. that, like, yeah. you're, you could essentially... You're you taking like so many times. you're yeah. taking a handful of darts and you're just dropping yeah. it over top of the dartboard and if one hits then you're like that's not
1: bad. Well, you know? and but you'd rather have likely, a handful like... than one dart. Exactly. Right? right. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Like you could still fuck it up, but you're at least you're putting yourself in a position to succeed. Right? Exactly. So. Yeah. Um.
0: Especially considering. You know, Arizona has not necessarily had the greatest reputation when it comes to prospects <laughs> in the last couple of years. Oh god! Uh, no, shout, out, shout out, shout out, Holy <laughs> fuck, buddy! Jeez. Really fumbled a yeah. bag with that one, eh? I think three. I think there's a lot of teams out
2: there the that camp, are a couple moves so. away yeah. from being where they should be on yeah. the right path. It's just the fact that the hindrance to get them there right now is. They're not getting to the spots yeah. they should be at yeah. well, in I the think, development. And also, I think Ottawa is a part of yeah. Not to, like, they're no, my favorite team. Yeah,
1: but it also just occurred I to me. Like, I think they're fucking the I haven't really thought about this all that much. But I wonder, like, you look at the teams that you would consider really competitive. Um, like, cup Cup contenders. Mm-hmm. And the three that immediately come to mind are Tampa Bay, Florida, and Carolina. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, you probably throw a couple West Coast teams in there, Colorado. I
2: honestly, right now,
1: Edmonton. Edmonton, maybe. Yeah. No. But, yeah. But like, you look at those teams, and more so, less so for Edmonton, more so for the first three I mentioned. But you look at those teams, and it's like you can't find a hole in that lineup. Yeah. From the goalie, all six defensemen, all twelve forwards, it's like these guys are stacked. Like you look at Florida's team, and it's like, how the fuck do they have that lineup? Yeah, fitting strange. under the cap, like it, and how did they make trades to get that lineup? Right? I was gonna but, say, flora especially, yeah. like up and down there. But so, so I like I wonder, like you see that, and like obviously you, they get to that point in their roster different ways, right? Either they're drafting really well, make a couple really lucky, or like really intelligent trades, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that. Maybe a big free agent signing. Um, but if you're a team rebuilding or like looking to get to that level, you know, it's not what it used to be, where you make a couple great draft picks and one good trade and suddenly you, you make make a conference final, you know you're like three wins from the cup yeah. sort of thing, right? Now it's like you look at Ottawa and like how well they've drafted, all of the great prospects they have, how much potential they have, and it's like if all of those guys pan out five years from now, you could see their roster being similar to like a Tampa Bay or Florida, right? Yeah. But it's like you really have to, you have to hit on everything. Yeah. And I wonder if people are kind of over pressurizing themselves yeah. in the po- prospect development where it's like, we need all of these insanely good young players so that we can develop them, so that we have a wagon of a roster. New mm-hmm. York has done a decent job, albeit through a couple lucky um, uh, lottery picks. Right. Um, but they've done a decent job of actually building a team like that from, like, not much, right? Yeah. You know, you get lucky with Adam Fox wanting to play for you. You get lucky with them You Panarin win some sign. trades. You don't make a yeah. trade
2: because you're gonna think you think you're gonna lose it. Exactly. You do it
1: because you think you're gonna win it. Exactly. Right. But right. It, it like sometimes like I mean, Jim Benning loses mm-hmm. the trades oh, and he yeah. thinks he's winning, right? So yeah. it's yeah. like he you, thinks people, it's opposite people, day every day. Yeah, yeah. and like, but <laughs> I feel like maybe partially those teams in the bottom half of the league are maybe swinging for the fences and taking unnecessary risks because they feel like they have to build such a strong team to compete.
2: Yeah. And they're they're in different markets and everything too. They're yeah. There are markets that get better forgiveness to to have these lulls of not being good opposed to other markets. Like There's always going to be Toronto fans if Toronto was bad for eight years. Yeah, There's yes. not always going to be Arizona sure. fans if Arizona's bad for eight years. That's true. And they have been bad for that <laughs> long. <be> bad for, <laughs> longer than that, actually. <laughs> so right now, I think, if this one doesn't work out, and you can completely understand that players just don't want to be a part of that. If it's yeah. in the... If it's in the books, you can see what's happened with other teams. They want to have a chance to win the Cup. And they want to move somewhere else. Not that they don't like it. They're, their career is short. they got to think about themselves. So,
1: yeah,
2: I think, yeah, I agree completely with that. Yeah, um, Just got to be better.
1: Yeah, seriously. So, and I, I think maybe part, part of it is I think we're seeing a lot of GMs that have been around a long time not keeping up with the way the league is going. And you yeah. see, I think most of the successful GMs are guys that are pretty new to it. I think you consider the the best GMs in the league. Steve Iserman, I think, is easily number one. Yeah. and that's he hasn't yeah. been a GM that long. Neither there's Joe Sackick.
2: He's been GM over ten years.
1: Yeah, but when he started with Tampa oh, yeah, Bay, yeah. right? If you yeah. consider when he started, yeah. it's like and, yeah. and ten years is not even that long compared yeah. to some of these guys, some of right? These I mean, guys are, you consider someone like Brian Burke, who's not a GM right now, but he's been a GM like thirty yeah, years, senior him, off. So yeah, and that's
2: that's a tough thing with being a GM. I think I'm a Big believer that you know you have to give your GM time to see the vision that they yeah they picture their team and that takes a lot of time sometimes yeah totally um but it also if it doesn't work out you're looking at some uh, potentially a decade for hockey the way that you have to build these teams it's not like any other sport where you can just go out and sign a bunch of players yeah um, dude yeah one so bad that's trade. what makes it interesting one you're, you're investing in your future constantly at, through the draft. Mm-hmm gathering new skill every year so when you don't hit on those those players and you trade them away like what Vancouver's doing is yeah it's just bringing you it's setting you back a couple of years like we, yeah. we all said when they came out of the bubble we were like man this is this is a good team and everything and then they kind of tore their team down and yeah it's like wow what are you guys doing like you finally you're going to regress from where you were the last couple of years and I think they've done more than regress.
1: Oh, yeah, big from, the, from yeah. now big. so they are gotten significantly worse. In my this
2: opinion. is not yeah. a good year for yeah. Vancouver, and there will be big changes. Yeah,
1: well, and on the prospect thing, like you mentioned, Anton Lundell, but another yeah. example that comes to mind is Paul Arvey in Edmonton. Yeah, not a not, exactly. a not a Vancouver player, but dude, just be patient. Listen,
2: Similar path, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. You just don't always,
2: high. and we've talked about this before. You don't always have to have your prospects just pan out at 19 years old or 20 years old.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like be realistic. A lot of your players aren't even touching their first NHL game till they're 20, 21 years old. Yeah. So why are you thinking I'm giving up on these guys before that even happens for yeah. some players? Dude,
1: Troy Terry might, again. Troy exactly. Terry's been in the like league 3 years.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. look at we were, we talked about this off the podcast. Think about how well the Pooley RV has worked out for Edmonton. that mm-hmm. that makes me hype because they actually believed in their player to to want to keep him. Yeah, similar to craft stuff where maybe this is one of those ones where, hey man, go play in Russia for a little bit. When you're ready to come play in the NHL, we'll play you, and yeah. maybe you are in a full time spot. Totally, and
1: you belong here. And so. on the from the team's perspective, like especially the Puljarev case, it's like they finish. He finishes his entry level, and then you keep the rights to him. But he plays overseas. He comes back, gets like a one or two year deal, kind of like a prove it deal. Mm-hmm. And suddenly you're getting a guy that is. A top six forward probably on six, any team six. in the league. Massive dude, yeah. and you're paying him next to nothing, right? It's like it's almost better to have your prospect not pan out right away. Yeah. Because yeah. you look at, like, Mitch Marner, fucking you're paying him 11 and a half right away, and then it's like, oh, shit. We talked yeah. about Stutzla. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It might, be, might, add, it might, might... not be bad that he's no, doing totally. bad
2: because he's going to be up for a deal this summer. Yeah. Maybe... Short term.
1: And it occurs to me, Rasmus Dalin is another like yes, that, that. Yeah. Not going to get paid probably what you yeah. might have expected off his entry level, but yeah. that
0: could be a good thing. Well, yeah. And I mean, a good example is Nathan McKinnon. Yeah. He signed exactly. Six- six year deal out of his entry yeah. level and then started yeah. to pop off and now they're still doing yeah. six million for one of one of the best 100%. players in the league. So it's yeah. you know, it's sometimes it's it works out really well for the teams. Yeah. Um it just kinda depends on how much the player actually wants to play for that club for a certain amount of yeah. time, right? Yeah. And McKinnon so. would be that player that would be more than willing
1: so, to take yeah. a discount. He yeah. said he said yeah. before, yeah, he's yeah. followed in Sidney
0: Crosby's type vision yeah. of Oh, yeah, I mean, really the Colts really take team. a discount
1: yeah. in the first place. I suspect he will this no, time around. Yeah. as yeah, well. I don't yeah.
2: think they're in it to take a huge discount and get underpaid. But I think they're not at the point where they're, they're going to take advantage the of boat. the team yeah. to to get the money that they want for yeah. them. Eight hundred thousand, a million dollars extra dollar. is is. I'd rather have a Stanley Cup than eight hundred thousand dollars extra. Yeah. Dude, at 100%. that point, like, I can grow. If I'm a millionaire, I'll grow my money in some other yeah. asset. Well, and, and aside like, if from you're that, looking so. at
1: it, like, you look at Toronto and they have so much difficulty filling their bottom six. It's like you straight up take a million dollars off that minor contract. Off all of or their like, top all guys. all of those top guys. Yeah. Take a million off each of them. That's like your bottom six forwards. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's seriously. Like, oh, well, there you go. Well, and they've been trying to do that or for the last player. couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. They've been
0: yeah. trying to do that consistently with bottom six guys yeah. of just moving in vets and then having that's them a way like yeah, straight up. That's, that's a Hyman. That's, that's a
2: Connor Brown. That's a yeah, a player that you you may or may not need. And yeah. That's but why uh, she get paid yeah. money, and I don't
1: that McKinnon thing's another another good segue though because he's out. Yeah, um, I don't even know what the injury is. It's fucking my fantasy team, but
2: lower body injury. Um, so
1: he's been out, but the interesting thing here... So it's
2: probably Fortnite injury. The <laughs> <laughs> interesting
1: thing is that, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've looked better without him. Yeah, they kind of yes. have. Yeah. yeah, they have. Um, and that's
2: not, maybe not a bad thing for yeah. them to
1: find their game while he's yeah. away. Well, and I was talking to Colton about it earlier, and it's one of those things where it, like, it allows the team to function as a team rather than putting the puck through a focal point, which is one player. And I, I, like, I was comparing it to soccer because you see it happen a lot in soccer it's you take one player out and give suddenly it to the Messi. team is better. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it Everyone. feels like that's the case. Like, power play was what you mentioned. Yeah.
0: Um, that's the one thing that we've been... We've been complaining about for a long time is the power play and yeah. how it's just so one-dimensional. It's very... You come up with a strategy to, to beat a guy like the drop pass and then have the guy come in flying into the zone. That's nightmare fuel. Drop pass. It, yeah, it's... Well, and that's the thing is that it works for players that are fast. So it works for McKinnon or mcdavid but if if that one player fucks up even a tiny tiny bit then the whole thing has to reset yeah so when you take or you risk someone going up your other way yeah and then yeah getting a shorty scored on you it's and and that's something that you know having the flexibility to be able to move stuff around and not have to have mckinnon get the puck the whole time because as soon as he gets the puck too they swarm him with two or three i think part of this too is
1: is good beneficial for him to not be on the ice and see how it happens, yeah. and change his game to fit with that, I think. Like, you know, the whole torts thing about McDavid has to change his game to win in the playoffs. I think McKinnon has to change his game to win in the playoffs. Yeah. Because, and here's the thing, it sounds crazy to say, because McKinnon is, like, one of the biggest, um, like, stars of shows up in the playoffs, produces when it counts. yeah. But that production isn't necessarily constructive to making your team better. Right, And I was and saying winning. this to you earlier, yeah. was that of all the best players in the league, McKinnon feels to me like the one that doesn't really make the players on the ice with him that much better. Yeah, well, He you even know? said that on, in the offseason. Yeah. He said the
2: biggest thing, like... When they were playing that series last year against Vegas, he felt like they were useless, like they were helpless.
1: Yeah.
2: There was points where they felt like they couldn't even get anything going; that it would be nothing to break through. And it's like, mm-hmm. if you're saying that in a post game interview, what were you thinking or feeling in the actual yeah. time? Yeah. Because this is months past. Yeah. You were probably fucking big time rattled. Yeah. In yeah. that Man. moment. Yeah. And you could see and it when we were watching them, and like we know that. you were upset because and. Dude, honestly, I was kind of upset because you don't expect that from a team like that where they play so well through the playoffs to have these, like, Like, Yeah. They weren't playing bad, but they were making, like... It's stupid passes. Yeah, it was things that they didn't have to make at that... It's not what brought them to that point in the playoffs was making these... And maybe that's because they were playing a better team, but I don't even necessarily think the better team won. I was going to say, and even in that
0: series when they played Vegas, like... When their matchups throughout the year, they were it they, they were three and three. Like, they yeah. they had tied, and and the games were even for the most part. But in that series, not a single game was even. Like, the first game that they won, I think it was single-handed, and they didn't get any pushback from Vegas. Yeah, the first but after game, that, they walked over them. Yeah, and then the game after that, it was just like a complete flip of the switch, and yeah. all of a sudden... Vegas was, was winning every game like single-handedly, and it wasn't yeah, even that was close. Yeah, first like, game looked
1: like it was going to be a sweep. It looked yeah. like it was two different teams. It, it yeah. looked like there. they had come out on crazy. the
2: series too hard, and then kind of like yeah, everyone's played that game. Their first ten shifts are like really high pace, and then the second half of the game, they fall off. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like Avalanche and Toyota Hockey. <laughs> yeah, you look, at, you look <laughs> at the
1: Kinnon too, and like that team, it's like... To win, he doesn't have to be the superstar. No, and I think no. this is something Tampa Bay is really good at. Yeah. Is next man up mentality, even when you have, say, you're all stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, you're right rolling it's like, four lines. It doesn't have to be me that scores. Someone will score. And yeah. I think McKinnon isn't, or doesn't seem to be there yet. And part of it is, dude, if you could put him on a line with like your third line wingers and just bump everyone else down the lineup and suddenly the shutdown pairing does you and then. Branton and Landis Cog or whatever your your second line ends up being get an easier matchup and I feel like Colorado has trouble with offensive matchups because they're not able to do that and I think that's something like, obviously I think that's something he's worked will work on yeah because you like you look at it, the, the group he trains with right like Brad Marchand Sidney Crosby or Perfect examples of Trick players that can him. do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he'll get there. But he, I think, it does need he does need to tailor his game a little bit. Yes. Um, yeah. Because it is too much. Like, give me the ball. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna do this yeah. when it's like, maybe you can, but that doesn't make your team better. Yeah. And yeah. we're we're starting. I, like, maybe him being out and watching the
0: games from an outside perspective, because realistically in the last couple seasons, there has never been a time where Nathan McKinnon has been out for three consecutive weeks in a row. So maybe this is good for him to be able to like kind of watch the team, not be so emotional about the games and really sit back because to be honest, like Kadri has been playing great since he left. Um, McCar has scored like in like three straight games or something like and, that. and McKinnon's um, been
2: playing really well too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he's been yeah he's been playing Fortnite really well. So. And, yeah, from him, like it's what you want to see is how can I fit myself back into this team without disrupting what's working? Yes. Yeah. Rather than how can I make this team work well around me? Yeah. Let
2: me be an additive, not a supplement. Exactly. Like, yeah. Fuck. And I think let's just
0: complement each other. Yeah. The biggest the biggest notice like noticeable change in the last couple of games has been. In the power play like what I mentioned before because they scored like they scored three power play goals against Vancouver (laughs) which I can't even remember the last time that they had two power play points let alone three right and then before that they were like one for three on the power play against uh I can't even remember but regardless the the power play is like if you get an opportunity like that and with a team as talented as Colorado is and you can't capitalize like not only can you not capitalize, but, like, you get scored on when you're yeah. on the power play. It's yeah, like, holy fuck,
1: hurts. boys. Like, That's a kick in the cock. Yeah,
0: right. and it's like, if you if this was the <laughs> performance of a team, like, let's say, you know, a younger team that isn't as experienced or Arizona or Buffalo or whatever, you kind of expect that. But from a Stanley Cup kind of yeah, favorite. Supposed to be
1: a contender. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah like a Stanley Cup favorite team. from the, the bookies or whatever for, yeah. you know, winning the cup. It's like, there's a reason why they're that highly touted is because it should be easier than what they're making it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. It's like you gotta go from A to B, but instead of going to A to B you go A, C, D, E, F, and then. Yeah, you, yeah, you like, do an A B C correction. You yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a it's ascending ascending W. You yeah. know? Like <laughs> <laughs> A
1: bull bullpen breakout. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a big
1: ubapu Um well one more thing we gotta talk about. We're getting up there in time, but one more thing we do have to talk about is the New York Islanders here. Yeah. Because they're having a rough one. Yeah. They're not last in the league because there's two other teams that are worse than them. Significantly worse. Significantly than them. worse than them. <laughs> um, But they're sitting at twelve. You guys looking from at me? <laughs> I wasn't even talking <laughs> about it. I know. I'm just kidding. Okay. Hey, side note here:
0: I noticed that Kurt stopped wearing his Ottawa hat a while ago. <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, I,
2: ha- I wear it every day for work. <laughs> yeah, I know. But my the other Raiders hat's been going on. But. Yeah, I, mean, I I gotta rep a team that's doing well and actually playing. Yeah, fair that's
0: fair. So. That's fair. Yeah.
2: Um, well, I wouldn't say doing well. But. Doing better. Doing better. <laughs> Doing, uh, they have
1: the same number of wins. Yeah. Actually, no, they have more. <laughs> they've been in yeah. the fucking
2: courthouse more than they've been
1: in the oh, W column. Sh- <laughs> but But uh, Islanders, 12 points in 13 games. It's 13-game road streak to start the season. Yeah. a road trip to start the season. So that's they... got to be a contributing factor. So but...
0: they, they 100% did that in the schedule so that they can finish the arena, right? Like, they had
1: to. Yeah. Have. Yeah, because they. Ju- I just saw like last, or maybe a couple days ago, it was like their first... Time skating on the new yeah class. right that was um, yesterday yeah so mm-hmm. maybe now nice they'll be able up. to play at home oh, yeah it is nice yeah. so maybe that'll make a difference but I'm sure it feels will, like man. they did this last year too or was it the opposite last year where it they call were first yeah it was no but I remember uh, last year in the standings like they were first I think it was they were first and they ended up just kind of choking at the end and ended up fourth in the division right oh yes yeah, um, yeah. but then they came back to form and playoffs yeah this year they're gonna have to go on a heater the scary thing is. There really doesn't seem to be easy games in that division. Yeah. Like, obviously, we can expect Columbus and New Jersey to kind of fall off a little bit, maybe, but they don't look like pushovers. Philly looks like a competitive team. And then there's Pittsburgh, who's their closest competition. Pittsburgh's still getting... Like, they just got Crosby back. They still need to get Malkin back. I think Latang's out right now as well, so it's like, they're going to get a lot better. I got Islanders a theory. really got to pick it up.
2: Maybe, or is this because now... With COVID being kind of wound down and you playing more teams across the border, across states and everything, there being teams that expose your one weakness opposed to mm. what happened in your other division where right. your weakness may never have been exposed because nobody knew what your weakness is. Right Now people are showing... Or don't have any encounter it, against it, Yeah, exactly. Maybe New York's just being one of those teams that's susceptible to... Ha- Playing with different teams in different divisions now, where yeah. these teams in different divisions play each other in their divisions—not to fucking go on, but you know what I mean. Yeah, that are playing a certain way. Every division, I would say, definitely plays a style.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um,
2: so maybe that they're just getting used to everything, and they—they they are adjusting. They had a big guy leave their team in Jordan Everly, and you can see That's him true. doing well in Seattle. He is really, really good. Yeah, and. I rate him really high, actually, for a leadership point and actual I was point say, production. Like
1: He, yeah, for me... More, more he didn't just, get talked about enough, I don't think, on the Islanders.
2: And th- that's why I, I want to not go on too long about this, but when expansion draft drafts happen and everything, there might be a player that not necessarily is the best player point or statistically, mm-hmm. but is a big player and person in your locker room or you yank it out. Not really for any need, but because it is a necessity and part of the expansion draft, might hurt you. Yeah. Uh, We've seen it with other teams. I know my team went through it. So, yeah, totally. You know, having a big piece like that can kind of destabilize things where now you might not be as good.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and
1: it's hard to make that call, right? It's like, do I protect the points or do I protect the locker room? Because you need both, right? And you need both, and maybe you look at it, it's going to be easier to replace the locker room guy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And it might not be a long term. Bad thing, but yeah. short term it might be an They're, adjustment period totally for your team to get used to it. You so. might be
0: able to replace a locker room guy, but chemistry is something that you got to build over time. And if it's not going to click right away, you yeah. know, and so. I, I yeah, feel it's like
1: also curious to think like take out the last two expansion drives, like yeah. take out Seattle and take out Vegas, where all those players came from. What would those teams look like? Yeah, like, it's yeah. True. Mar- what, what would Jusso these players look like? On well, Mar- yeah, Mar- yeah Mar- so on Florida, would like, they ever get like the they, same exposure? Looks like that might have still panned out. Like I think, I think if Marshos so still in Florida today, he's probably popping off. Riley oh, Smith, Riley definitely. Smith, probably as traded. Well. Yeah. What about William Neal? Or uh, yeah, Carlson. William Carlson. William Neal, Jesus Christ, <laughs> William Carlson. Like, Close. you know, there's there's um, a lot of players there that, you know, maybe maybe are on teams that changed the trajectory of that team over the last three four years, right? Mm-hmm. So Because yeah. yeah. the Islanders, man, like they were right there. Yeah. Now if they're if they like if they don't make the playoffs this year, and like I'm not, it's still early days, like. Yeah. Not saying that's gonna happen, but were that to happen, that would probably be the, like the biggest shock of the season. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazier than Buffalo winning their first five games or whatever they did. Yeah, they're, that was pretty crazy.
0: Well, and I feel like a big problem for them has always been scoring. And it, I know they're a defensive team, but yeah. they're like right now they have a minus ten goal differential. Yeah. When you're when you are, and this sounds stupid, right? Because this is hockey. But when you're getting scored on more than you can score, you're always, <laughs> always, always fighting for behind. In yeah, these yeah games. you're not and playing it, your game. Yeah, and because we know that the Islanders like to get you know one nothing, and then you know they, they fucking lock it down and they put it into a fortress mode, and and that's fine. You can win like that, but obviously that is not working right now. And maybe being on the road has, is part of the reason. And they go back home, and they're you know they just need a, a home cooked meal in order yeah. to get back to their original ways. But you need to be able to play both ends of the ice, right? And Barry Trotz, we've praised him for for years now about just the system that he plays and how well manicured every single aspect of their games are, but right now they're not playing in the offensive zone, they're playing more in the defensive zone, but it's not with them on the puck, it's them chasing the puck.
2: Yeah. Right? I feel like they're a little sheltered. Yeah. Or they're like now doing not where they should, or be where they should be, that They're playing into that defense first. Like let's okay, we're we're not playing offensively great. Let's defensively play. great. Yeah, exactly. And that might not be helping.
0: It's almost an excuse, right? It's like, oh well, we can't. We've we've went down three times on a breakaway and we've we've missed every time. But at least we've been playing good defensively, right? And it's like, yeah, like you take
1: those chances. Eventually, you're not gonna miss all three. Yeah, but. The other thing, too, is, man, all they have to do is make the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Make the right. playoffs, and they're going to be fine. In
0: and, and I know that they're, we're putting a lot of pressure on them right now, but we are still so early into the yeah. season. And like, yeah, and their
2: goaltending the was weak at the start. So. Yeah,
0: exactly. And, and, like, you know, as much as they can go on a 5-6 game losing streak, they can also go on a 10-12-13 yeah. game winning streak. Like... Yeah. I don't know. Anything can happen, and, like, I'm not counting them out at all, because as soon as no, you count it's, out a, it's t- a Barry Trotz team, yeah.
1: that's when they come totally. back and just punch you right in the cock. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's scary looking at them, <laughs> because you're themselves. kind of relying. Like, the the fourth place team is Philly. That's probably your wild card spot. I don't know how realistic it is to catch the Rangers, Washington, or Carolina. I mean, Carolina, look I think f-
2: it'd be easier to catch New York then. than Philly. Yes. Because yeah, New agree. York's
1: on a heater right
0: now. Yeah, yeah but... but Philly is looking real Philly good. Philly looks yeah. like a
2: bunch of guys that... Giroux's up on, on a deal this year. He's playing...
1: Yeah. I haven't it's seen it's him play this well in years.
2: Yeah, uh, You know what you're getting out of most of their guys. They're up and coming. And I think we all did agree that Philadelphia would be decent for at least a little bit. When we say a little bit, one to three years. Yeah. But after that, I think they're...
1: Outer shit show. Yeah. For I mean, I, I was to, worried so. because of how they played last year. Yeah. Yeah. But, but
0: you guys also didn't like their the moves that they made for defense. not at all. And, and it's, it's no, I don't,
1: I don't like. I don't I like the long term vision of their team. At I stand all. by that because yeah. the big one was Ryan Ellis, and he hasn't fucking played yet. Well, yeah, we but that's
0: yeah. not. They did not trade for him just to, for him to get hurt immediately. No, but. but
1: my point is that you did. It's he's not the one making. Yes, could maybe have been he's gonna. Ghost yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe he's
0: gonna that's turn true. into yeah. a
2: superhero too because he's a redhead. <laughs> yeah, Philadelphia is like. Almost redhead, it, like you just know, You're like look at, right? gr- look at Gritty. Gritty. <laughs> just, yeah, Gritty. It
0: might as well be Ryan Ellis. Yeah, yeah that's so hey, like, best best mascot superhero or super <laughs> super ability punch <laughs> it, punching kids, <laughs> dude. He,
2: he oh. just looks like he would actually cause havoc on oh. a fucking WWE stage. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. he'd get up there and he'd start doing some stuff with his hands, and you just want to just drop him.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Shawn Michaels with the sweet chin music, kick yeah. right to the chin, like, <laughs> like watch out, watch out. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Randy Orton. Um. Yeah. Oh. Uh. One last thing, actually, because we're at uh, we're at about fifty minutes right now, so we'll wrap it up. Maybe talk one, maybe two more things, but. Um, I talked about uh, this with Mike a couple days ago, I haven't gotten to talk to Kurt about it yet, um, but... We gotta oh. mention oh, PK Sluban. The Slubinator. Oh, yeah. I even... I fucking I'm so tired of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've we've talked so many episodes about we're just waiting for PK Suban to become a, a member of the media, and it's just not fucking happening. <laughs> yeah, like- is he gonna slew foot his way into the fucking like into in front of a camera with like a tux on and shit? Like at this point, I fe- I honestly feel like that's where he's going because, yeah. like. We watched the Sammy Blaze thing and okay, yeah, that that was that was a little accidental, Mm -hmm. but it's like you know. It is tough to give him the benefit of the
2: doubt. his girlfriend, and now he's fucking trying to dump people. Yeah. He's, Oof. yeah, Oof. That might...
0: that's, a th- that's
1: a tough breakup to get over. Yeah. I, yeah, personally, it's I, would, I would not yeah, be over that shit, one if yeah. I were him either. either. So. Yeah. So.
2: Me, but, buddy, you're a gold medalist too, but you were on the bench the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even on the bench. She one was a one-woman one team. Box. Yeah, exactly. She was a one-woman team winning gold medals, buddy. Absolutely legend. Yeah, She probably got bigger legs than you. Oh,
1: definitely, dude. Than Mike? <laughs> <laughs> i was like um, well definitely but no i mean i think it is something especially with the just right before we started recording yes. Kevin LeBanc yes getting a one game sussy for a slew foot is that like the new cross-checking is dude i just don't understand how suban hasn't been suspended for yeah he's yet. gotten fined and it was a shitty fine yeah, but... but it's been three this year already yeah the reeves I mean, won in yeah. preseason yeah. and then um against lucic and against egress yeah so it's like dude, like this and it slew footing, I think aside from they
2: need to have a purge of NHL refs. yeah and there's I know that there can do they can be analytically correct like yeah. hey they, can they, make they haven't an, thrown any hip checks
1: yet. make yeah, a system. this is
2: really probably gonna just be a nightmare to, what to do. make a sy- system that ranks NHL refs by what calls they make. Yeah. And what calls they don't make on the ice? Yeah, like almost like an sco- accuracy. Yeah, almost, you know. almost like a Corsi rating or yeah, you know like, what for what I mean? like for goaltenders. But for refs, they do that's way too. Yeah, they refs do that for,
1: fucking suck. That's actually hilarious that you bring that up because they do that for umpires in baseball. Yeah, for calling balls and strikes. Yeah, huh. exactly. And you have to have above a certain uh, accuracy percentage to call the playoff games. To and, not to call well, playoff game. Uh, maybe it's to call the World Series, but. And you have to have, like, a certain to, like, get in to be an MLB ump. There's a guy, I think his name is Angel Rodriguez. His, you have to be above, like, 85 or, like, 90% accuracy. He's hitting, like, 68-70. Yeah, shout out but, Angel. Yeah, but he fucking... What's his name? Anhel.
2: He, fuck, fuck dude, you, buddy. they're they're unionized,
1: <laughs> so they can't fucking fire the guy. Oh. And then he sued them because he's like, it's you're discriminating against me because I'm Hispanic and not letting me call World Series games. And they're like, no, you're just legitimately well, no, buddy, you're like statistically it. so far worse than every other ump. We Your have eyes are looking at first and third base. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mr. Rodriguez. I feel like that's something that would be beneficial that could happen in a future NHL. But I just feel if like they do it, it it'll, make, yeah. it'll make the NHL look bad, and you know for a fact Gary Bettman would not be the one to do that. Get, yeah. get Gary Bettman out of here, the fucking yeah. short guy. Little fucking Gare Bear. Shit, fuck.
0: Hey, hey little <laughs> Gare Bear. He's fucking running around, shitting on people's days, and then, yeah. you know, giving a Wait till
2: a bad guy comes in, I'll put you to bed.
0: Oh, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, I'm... Can you imagine if fucking they, Gary Bettman was out on the ice giving a speech and PK Subban came up behind <laughs> yeah, and just big slew flooded. foot? Oh, big slew foot! Just dummied him. See ya, buddy. Like then, It'd be like then, a fucking then... trolled all falling on the ice. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, just then maybe Subban might get suspended. <laughs> maybe, maybe suspendable offense. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It depends on if yeah, Suman so fucking...
2: wins the cup and he's the captain. and He's like getting handoff from Gary Batman. He's like, yeah, Slumfoot.
0: Yeah, up. <laughs> yeah it's just like quick little like they're like, oh, what happened? So, oh, yeah, <laughs> no penalty on the play. Oh, yeah. yeah, hey Lindsey Vaughn, fucking <laughs> Slumfoot. <laughs> Holy shit! All right, Yikes. um, all right, guys. Anything else that we we gotta mention before? Uh... I don't
1: really uh-huh. think so.
0: Yeah. Um, other than I got fucking passed. yeah true um, oh one thing that we should mention uh, out west anybody having to deal with the floods and everything oh, and yeah. the, the mudslides fuck, and everything our thoughts and prayers are with you and fuck like if you if you have any doubt about i'm not gonna get into it <laughs> i'm not gonna get into a climate change thing, but all i'm saying is that i i hope uh everybody out there listening if you yeah. if you are impacted by this maybe friends or family or anything like yeah. that i hope that
1: uh you stay safe oh and yeah. uh and get your food yeah. get your water got me thinking climate change i our fucking odr better be freezing this winter oh, Yes. Yeah. got yeah. it started we're gonna be we'll post up pictures once we get it going we got plans for uh a big rink this yeah. year. Gonna gonna be looking forward to that, and yeah. uh, maybe we can get some of uh, some of you guys, listeners, to to send in your outdoor rinks and whatnot where you're playing this winter. So yeah, we'll get that going because we're almost there. Yeah, getting some cold weather. We've had a few a few snowfalls. It's a love hate so. relationship yeah. with yeah, the cold. Really yeah, Ugh. You you hate it because
2: you got to deal with it most of the times, but when you get out there on a f- yeah real cold day on the pond and you're breathing and you're working hard. Playing pond hockey for four hours,
1: dude. Your toes are cold, and nothing better. Yeah. All I ask. Get a couple
2: brewskis. Yeah.
1: All I ask is that it either stays warm enough that it's just not cold, yeah. or it gets cold enough that everything Consistent, freezes. Consistent, yes. And doesn't do that bullshit Consistent. where it's like between minus five and two yeah. degrees yeah. all yeah. winter long. So yeah. Give me some fucking minus twenty. Let's freeze the ice yeah. and get her going. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah. it's the
0: best time of the year for for hockey, so we might as well, you know, try to rip it as much as possible. But yeah.
1: yeah, dude. But and yeah uh, uh, oh yeah. Go we ahead.
2: will. Not to say this but I think we will try and do a special episode in a couple of weeks I haven't mentioned this to you guys but I was thinking about it yep we are going to Ottawa yes so yes. It, yes. We'll do it, it would on be the interesting bus to the game yeah, oh, man God, that would be such a shit <laughs> show. but we're going to see Ottawa yeah. Colorado yeah, so we are. if there Big is anyone game. out there listening in the Ottawa area yeah. hit us up hit us up yeah I message <laughs> the pond hockey podcast maybe yeah. we get a beer
0: Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? We're gonna. um, Obviously, we're still trying to uh, get our socials up and going and and have, like, you know, a decent amount of following on that. But when we do end up, you know, getting a little bit of a following going, uh, you'll be able to be updated with everything that we're doing and all the content that we're creating this winter. uh, So that'll be sweet. Um, We're also at, like,. I'm saying this now, and and we're gonna fucking do it. It's not that hard, but we just have to actually pull the trigger on it and find something we like. But we are gonna try to get the pawn merch. Yeah, you have uh, a nice one right there. Yeah, I'm wearing actually a crew neck that uh, my girlfriend made for me uh, for my birthday or something like that a couple years ago. Don't look at me, and uh <laughs> and uh And yeah, it's. Or something. It's That's nice not stuff. A good <laughs> re- <laughs> we're gonna try to make some nice, nice merch that, you know. It's, yeah, dude. Pretty, pretty casual. Pretty, I still yeah. want a hat. Yeah. I, want a, I want a hat to rock. That would be yeah. sick. Some toques, maybe. I was going to say some sweaters, maybe some t-shirts, stuff like that. We're going to try and, to get it uh, out to you guys. And
2: all proceeds go to the like, Rockstar Zone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Rehab. rehab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The
0: fucking... Yeah, the Danny Heatley. Yeah, goal foundation. Our foundation. Yeah, Absolute legend. Goal foundation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fuck. But, all right, guys. Thank you, uh, very much for uh, <laughs> listening to another episode of the Pond. Uh, like I said before, if you have not followed us on our socials, then uh, go and do that right now. Uh, the links. Well, not the links. Fuck. I say that every time. The uh, the names of our you know Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook are going to be in the description of this podcast. And yeah, we uh. Thank you all for listening. And uh, as always, I love you. What up? <laughs> I don't. Yo. Oh, hey, that's yeah.
1: nice.